following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it's a very nice Monday in the Metroplex, and it's time for Titans Week, almost. Once everybody gets back here at the Star in Frisco, Bill Jones with Rob Phillips, Brian Broaddus, and Mickey Spagnola as we start another football week. And yeah, it is the bye week still for these players. And some of the players wanted to get as far away from football as possible this weekend, but that doesn't mean the rest of us had to get away from football. I had, I had a very enjoyable football weekend watching football. How about you guys? No, it is good. I think we learned a little bit about this division yesterday, watching the, the Giants and the Redskins play, and then also the, early in the morning with Philadelphia. And it looks like the giant, uh, the Redskins recipe is going to continue to be what it is, try and run the football and play really good defense. So if you can find a way to beat them, that's how the, you're going to find a way to do it. So, yeah, I, I think that I think the division's still for the taking. I think in the second half you've got to find a way to kind of put yourself in the position to, to, to compete that way. You know, Cowboys playing good defense, obviously, but, you know, we'll see what happens with this offense. So I'm enthusiastic about what the uh, – what lies ahead. I'm just sitting down watching Tennessee play a little bit. You know, there's a reason to be optimistic about uh, getting forward into that game. You watch some football this weekend, Rob? I watched a little bit of that Redskins-Giants game. And Brian's right. I mean, Adrian Peterson, fountain of youth, continues. He looks fan- 149 yards this week with he, a touchdown catch, too. He's, yeah, he's fantastic. Their defense forcing turnovers, although pressuring the Giants is, seems to be the norm. You know, up front, Eli not having any time. Uh, but they, you know, they've his got... His numbers are really good. For Eli Manning, I mean, his numbers, if you look at overall, another 300-yard passing game, Yeah, they still don't score any points. You know, that's a big problem. I mean, they got they a receiver had 135 yards receptions yesterday. He had two still, picks in the game. One of them was just thrown up for grabs, Yeah, you know, on third down, third and long. But, yeah, I mean, if they could protect him, I think... I think putting in another quarterback for them isn't going to be the elixir. You know what I mean? That's going to fix everything. Uh, but Washington seems like you said they have a recipe right now. I five, do. Yeah. five and two, uh, two game lead. Sacked Manning seven times yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it's a good defensive front. So we maybe the Cowboy today. offensive line didn't play that badly. Of course, they probably <laughs> didn't have five holding penalties either. The Giants. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey, do you drives. have a good weekend? No. Oh, okay. Oh, he's Vicky made a little trip to his alma mater. Yeah, the bourbon barrel. Guess I should have been here studying my analytics, right? That's right. Yeah. What happened on the last play, Mickey? Why they Why they give that team another play? Don't start. And why? This is a, I mean, I, I'm curious. He was I said Columbia, Missouri. It's too soon. Is it? I didn't see what the end I of that game. Would you describe you, it for me? The referees are crooks. <laughs> yes. I'm okay. totally convinced of it okay. now. Is this worse Welcome than to my the world. fifth down? <laughs> yes. Worse than the fifth. Down. Worse than, the Worse fifth than down. Joe Washington scoring the Phantom touchdown in seventy-five. What do, What are you talking about now? 
What game was that? Was that a Missouri? Was OU, that a Missouri? OU. 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 That was a big. Was that a big, big eight tussle back in the day? It was. Missouri was always a tough place to go. For O Field yeah. was always tough. Joe yeah. Washington. We always, but we always seemed to come away with a victory, though. Even even Switzer <laughs> said, that he, "I don't know if Joe scored, but I think oh, yeah. we got the two point conversion." Was that on the hook and lateral? I don't know what it was, oh, but it okay. was on the left pylon on the north. All right, end, let's so. get to today. Let's let's get to. Why you're in a bad mood today. The worst part it's of... time for Mickey's Minute. Thank go. you. There we go. The worst part of the SEC is the officiating. I think we had probably... Have you seen Big 12 officiating Yes, lately? I have. Okay. <laughs> I think we had the D squad. How did you? These guys had no clue what they were doing. The whole game. The whole game. Who was a ref, you know? I... You should, if you're an SEC guy, you got to know these officials. I'd never seen this guy before. Oh, okay. He was a little skinny guy. <laughs> well, that, I, Barney Fife? I, yeah. I, I Barney Fife. I admire him it for looked that. Like, it looked like Barney Fife. <laughs> I admire him for that. Uh, Some on. of these guys you get to know, you know, when you give these games, you got to know who your officials are. Do you think Do you think that when you get a guy with an arm around the defensive tackle's neck, that it might be holding, like strangling them? <laughs> but because it was in the end zone, I don't think they wanted a safety or anything nah. like that, you know? An untimed, get beat on an untimed play. So did they need to protect Oklahoma a, a ranked team? Because Kentucky's yes. up there near yes, the top absolutely. 10. 12. Yeah, 12. And they want and they want to make sure they get a high bowl game. So they made the call and said, do, do, not, do yeah. not mess this up. Okay. Oklahoma State lost a possible safety the other night. Kid got, kind of got called for holding. Yep. That was standing clearly in the end zone. They didn't call that. So, yeah, officials missed. Things worked out well then for they Oklahoma go on. State, though. But you know what they finally done real quick? I know we were talking to officials talk, and I don't want to always lead with officials talk, but the NFL finally fired a guy. I saw that. Yeah. It's that. about damn time. Wow, they did. You know what? That's what I'm saying. That's what we need to have happen more. If these guys go around and ruin other people's lives with missed calls and get other people fired and they lose their job and people lose games because of this, more officials need to be fired. I'm sorry. If you're an official out there and you're listening, just be a little bit better at your job. This is Brian's argument. They <laughs> no, ruin no. lives. <laughs> no. They, they do. It, it's they not, do. It's not, it's, this coach is going to get fired because they lost to Kentucky. Yeah. It's, it's not a – It's not. It, trust me, I, I, I admire the hard work that officials put in, but I, I don't appreciate the fact that they continue – if they continually make mistakes – then you should be reprimanded and you should be removed. What was this one for? What did he get fired this for? This guy missed a call in a the, in the Charger game. It was a game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he missed a, he missed an obvious. And then they've also said he's had some other bad calls in this in, in, during the year. But good for them. Because, you know what, if, if I lose enough games, I lose my job. You know, and if I lose games because of officiating, and it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does happen – and, I, and I'm fired because of one or two games being lost, then somebody else should have to pay for, for what happens. If, in fact, you're put on to, uh, to, you know, your job is not to make mistakes. And I get it. Officials do make mistakes. And thank God we have replay to kind of change things back the other way. But I, I, the, the NFL finally, finally, after all these years, did something that I would have done 10 years ago. Well, it needs to happen in college. No. 
I just tried to do a little Google search of who the referee was in the Missouri-Kentucky game, and I came up on something from last year where the SEC admitted a mistake at the end of the Missouri-Kentucky game last year. And it's the same guy? No, I'm not. Did you I, I didn't it? find the guy, but I'm, but yeah. this this won't help your your mood today, Mickey. But what were your this key is words? Second straight year. Like skinny, I just did, skinny SEC ref, <laughs> Barney Fife, SEC Bar- referee. No, Barney no. Fife. Anyway, yes. Mickey's well, not going to smile all day. Number, number seventy four probably is worried about his job in the NFL too. See, the worst thing about replay is you see their mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one that Brian was talking about, it was such an obvious false start in right. that game that the defense stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They quit. Yeah. And and there was no flag. You're talking number 74 in the Cowboy Redskin game. Yeah, snap infraction, right. Mr. Snap infraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, look at how it yep. changed the whole comp. What if you're, you, you know, you you made the field goal and you go into overtime. At least you had a chance to win. Yeah, it was a forty-two yard field goal instead of a all, fifty-two yard field goal. Yeah. Then all I ask is all I ask is the officials. You know, to me, there's there's calls you make and there's calls you don't make. You know, and, it's the and ones that they invent that make that, them mad. Yeah, if you miss yeah, a call, yeah, fine. Yeah, but don't invent something that you you well, you're looking right at it. Gene Sterator invented the index card. That worked out pretty good. That was, I think, that's Gene Sterrestor. He's a grandstand guy. Yeah, he didn't invent he's, it. He, he's that, it was creative and it worked. It worked nah. in the Cowboys' favor. I'm no, just he, joking. It, no, I know it you was, are. I know you was, are. It was obvious that okay, it was Nick, a first. We got down. it. You're in a bad mood. We got it. And he, and he was <laughs> Gene Sterrestor knew that he was his final. Yeah, month yeah. He was. This, yeah. Would, this would be he his legacy. Ready. He was ready to go to the that's booth. Right. right. That's right. Snap infraction. It was a killer because think about it. I mean. If he hits, if Brett Maher kicks it the same way he kicked the 52 yarder, that thing's in. That thing hooked with two yards left to go and hit the left up post. So, yeah. Well, and the biggest I mean, thing is, had the Cowboys gotten the call on that, it would have been 10 yards closer instead of five yards closer. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was a 42 yarder. That too. Um, all right. The Rams Packers game yesterday. Did you see the end of that game? Yes. Okay. Seriously. Yeah. What was he thinking? Well, but even before that, what I was thinking was, can you imagine the outrage around here Yeah. if the Cowboys had the football against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers coming up on two minutes left at the 20-yard line with second and whatever it was. It may have been second. What It doesn't matter what it was. Sure. You're down by one point, and you hand off – Let's say the Cowboys handed off to Zeke a couple of times. The Rams handed off to Todd Gurley a couple of times. Settled for a field goal and a two-point lead. Yeah. And now, with two minutes left in the game, you're giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. But when you're the boy genius and yeah. you have the Midas touch, you coach your kickoff team to force a fumble on the kickoff. You get the ball back, and Aaron Rodgers never gets the football. But can you imagine what the outrage would be if the Cowboys and Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett – had that, we're settling for a field goal and a two-point lead against the Packers. No, you're you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's fair. You no, know, it is. It's fair point. And These things happen all over the league. We focus on it because it's here, you know. Right. But anyway, go ahead. No, I mean it's <laughs> it, it, it's it had to be very gut wrenching for for him to make that call. I mean, you know, you're thinking, and now that's putting a lot of confidence in your and defense. defense. And, that, and that's what people I mean, say, that, that well, is, that he's, is, got, you're, you're, I mean, you've he's got, got his defense, but the Cowboys got, have the number two scoring defense in the league. No question. You know, and but it goes back to, you know, with Wade Phillips, and it goes back to that front, and, right. you know, they feel like that they can cover, you know. And, I mean, 
Sometimes I always talk about this. You got to know that you got to know your team during these games. You mm-hmm. got to know if you know what we can't hold this guy or yeah, I feel like that if I put my defense back out there, we'll be okay. You know, and I, I just that's I think it's game to game, especially in NFL. I think it's game to game. But putting Aaron Rodgers back out there with two—that's that, a recipe for disaster. We've seen that when before. he just needs a field goal. All he, just all needs, he needs is about a minute, yeah. not two minutes. Yeah. Well, We've Bill, seen that. Bill went yeah. through that—that that whole litany of plays that they ran the other day. You know, in that game, you I mean talk about mm-hmm. a throw, a throw, a run, a run, a throw. You know, I mean, it was—it was ten plays in in yeah, one minute. Exactly. So, you, yeah, anytime you put him out there with a chance like that, but that shows a lot of confidence in your and also that's a team that's what was 7 and 0 at the time. Yeah, but what about yeah. the other coach? Did he did he not tell his kickoff return right. guy not right. to not to not go to come yeah. out yeah. because I believe he was told to, to yeah. we need to save all the seconds we can get and we yeah. can get to the 25-yard line without any time going off the right. clock. Right. Time Montgomery right. and the ball Dallas you caught for Yards Very deep in the well end educated. zone, yeah. except for that play. Yeah. God, what was the down? And you got Stanford too, and you got Aaron Rodgers <laughs> as your quarterback. Some days you take stupid pills, Mickey. <laughs> Two yeah, stupid but, pills and a cup of Gatorade. But the only stupid pills are around here. No one else makes any. Oh coaching no, there, there's mistakes. there's there's coaching mistakes all around the league. There's there's coaches that get away. There's good coaches that get away. You know, Andy Reid is historic for not for his clock management and things like that. People will say Doug Peterson follows analytics too much. You know, right. I mean, there's 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 coaches that get away with things. I mean, there, a lot of these coaches are going for two points when you probably shouldn't. But you know, that's again, that's a, the day and age that we live in, where you ha- you have analytics. And again, I understand, I understand that analytics is part of the game. I, I really, really do. I just don't think it's the end all be all. And a lot of people think that. That's the argument that I have. Well, with and, people, but everybody blame Montgomery for coming out. Why didn't right. somebody tell them under right. no means do you right. take this ball out of the end zone? It sounds like they did. Maybe they did. They did. And he just decided yeah, he was he going to be Maybe. the hero. There was, there was an argument evidently before during the game that, that something happened where he got really upset. And, 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 came, and they took him out of the game. And then evidently when he went back in, he made the decision on his own to bring the ball out. They, they told him, Ron Zook is the – is the special teams coach in Green Bay, and they told him don't bring the ball out, and he did on his own. So that's, you know, they're talking about okay, what's what's time on Gary? But evidently there was some something happened on the sidelines before all that took place at the end of that football game, which is probably accurate because I was wondering why whoever they had it running back on the their previous drive, the Jones, yeah, Aaron Jones, he yeah. was in, he's a good instead, player, he yeah. was in you instead tell. of yeah. instead of Montgomery, yeah. Aaron Jones is a good player. Well, they've got another uh, running back, Jamal Williams, too. Yeah. So Montgomery hadn't been used like he was used in the in the season where uh, he got converted over to running back because they were so depleted at that uh, position. Rob, you've been trying to jump in. No, dominated no. the conversation. No, that's, I was I was just thinking that's probably his last kickoff return he'll have if indeed he made that decision on his own, not to just go ahead and bring it out. You know, when you talk about punishing guys, uh, that would be the last one I would think of Green Bay that way. Yep. And a lot how, of knuckleheads out there. How about Saints-Vikings, which was another one of the marquee matchups last Bre- night. Breeze throw for 130 in that 120 game. 120 yards. How did they score? As, I, again, I didn't turnovers. watch as much football as you guys did. Yeah, I mean, how there did they There were two, turno- two well, huge turnovers. A, yeah. Thielen had one. Yeah. As uh, they were going Vikings in. were up 13-10. Yeah. They were about – they 
if they score a touchdown, they're going up 20 to 10, which right. changes the whole complexion of that game. Right. And Thielen had a fumble that was returned like 40 yards. Right. And then uh, there was a pick six. P.J. Williams yeah. picked off Cousins. Looked like uh, Diggs stopped on a route coming across the middle, and P.J. Williams did not stop on the route. And right. And he picked it off and went 45 yards for a touchdown. Didn't run the ball very well either. I don't think the Saints did in that, if I remember. Yeah, so the you number. wonder, okay, how'd they get 30 points? Yeah, that, I saw the well, score. There you go. There's seven there. There's 14 yeah. right yeah. there. No, their, team, their, their team yeah. has been that way the only all year, though. I mean, they, they, their ability to score and to, you know, they've, there have been some times where their defense has been a little problematic for them, but evidently they held up pretty well. You know what the worst so. part was is, is is Diggs start arguing with Cousins on the sideline about it. Like, I didn't even see that. It. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was trying to explain what he did, and it's like, uh, you stopped and you were covered when you stopped, so where were you going to go? Mm-hmm. And then the ball was thrown, assuming he was going to continue running, and the DB continued running, but he didn't. Yeah, I was watching more Dodger baseball. Than football. You speak, had to watch speak, both. Speaking of analytics, I think you were watching yeah. Red Sox baseball. Yeah, you call it that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> can they hit or can they hit? They're, well, they're really good. That's what happens when but, you put the best team money can buy out there. But the thing that, and just flipping around, you want to go back to the Amari Cooper trade. That was obviously the news of the week last week. Green Bay with Rodgers, Saints, Vikings have a pretty good quarterback. The Rams offensively are a juggernaut. You might need some offense. You might need to score a few more points in these oh, last got, stretch. You got some games coming up that you're gonna your defense is gonna be tested. No clearly. question about first it. First drive or two first two drives of the Saints Vikings game last night. The catches that were being made by uh, the wide unreal. receivers. Yeah. And I can't remember who it was for the Saints had one, but then Thielen had one oh, and really? Diggs on the touchdown. I mean yeah. how about uh I brought up Hopkins as a wide catch radius guy yeah. for the Texans that might be the best catch I've ever seen other than the Beckham catch last Thursday night I saw in that in that Saints Vikings game on in the first seven minutes of the game one possession for each team I saw three catches made by wide receivers that I have not seen made in seven games here yeah. this season well that's you know, that's clearly what they they thought they had to go do mm-hmm. you know they clearly they you know that you get again I applaud them I understand it's a steep price to pay but I also applaud them for not sitting on their hands. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. I, it, it's, I, I just, you know, heck, we're going to have a draft show coming up, a bunch of them, and talk about a bunch of different players. Hell, we already have. But, you know, it's okay. I mean, it, as long as you're trying to go win football games, you know, I think that to me is the most important thing. And, you know, whatever you have to do to get players, you got to have guys on the outside. This, this, this team went, you know, in my opinion, you know, eight weeks really too long without having people on the outside that can consistently make plays. And that hurt them, and they realized that was the case. And you go out and make a deal like this, and again, I applaud them for that. Yeah, agreed. And there's a trade deadline tomorrow. Is there anyone else the Cowboys could (laughs) add to this team? We talk about that. We take your phone calls as we kick off another week of Talking Cowboys in just a moment from the star in Frisco. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... 
thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are a American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. All right, very good, Rob Phillips. Come to AT&T Stadium and experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek on Sunday. Tour the stadium, see Dallas Cowboys alumni and the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and even play on the field. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for details and to get your tickets today. Of course, it's the Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans on Monday night, and Rally Day is on Sunday presented by SeatGeek. I'm just happy to get the bye week out of the way. Now we can focus on the routine every single week. We know the rest of the way we got a Cowboys game, and we got four games in 18 days starting next Monday. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, though, that it's already the 1st of November, basically, you know, in the season. We always talk about how fast it does go. And uh, But I think there's hope. I mean, I really do. I'm not sitting here trying to blow smoke up everybody's rear about it. But, you know, I think if you look at this division, you you look at the team, they got away, they come back now, you get some guys focused the way the defense is playing, you get the quarterback kind of going, find a way to get the running game going. I think in the second half there's some things to be encouraged by. And the addition of this wide receiver I think will make a difference for this offense. That's something they need. They need somebody on the outside that can do some good things. And I think this cat can do that and, you know, and get this quarterback, you know, feeling good about him. So he's a confident guy anyway, but he needs some help out there. And this is a way to do it. Speaking of bye weeks, uh, they brought it up on the broadcast yesterday that the Redskins got their bye in week three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an early bye. I think you really want it just like the Cowboys have it. Give your team a break mid season, try to get healthy, bring in a new guy, get him acclimated. And now Jake Gruden's got to find a way to manage his guys all the way through the rest of the season, through injuries, all that kind of stuff. they got a good defense, though. They I mean, do. They, they really they do. do. That is a good defensive team. And, you know, if they if they continue to run the football like they have with their – their offensive line has done a nice job. I mean, that – I'm not saying that's a, that's a team that looks like, to me, they don't score a lot of points or they're not going to score a lot of points. So you find a way to, 
to crack what they're doing. But like you said, now that now they they've got a full. I mean, they're they're in full mode right now. They don't get to stop. And Eagles are on their bye right now. That'll be before the Cowboys go uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to the uh, you know up to Philadelphia. So you know we'll see we'll see how it all plays. But I I, I do I I I'm interested in I'm interested in how. They will incorporate Amari Cooper. I'm interested to see, okay, if there's anything that they could do to help them in the running game. I think that having him here helps them in the running game, and it also helps the quarterback. It obviously could help the play caller as well. So those are the things that I would be focusing on here the second half of the season. And we also have to talk about the defense a little bit, though, too. We've, I've mentioned this. They've got some games coming up that they will get – they will get tested. That that Philadelphia game will test them a little bit. The Atlanta game, surely with what they're doing on offense, uh, will test them. And then, of course, the Saints will down the road. But those are all, like you said, Bill, four games in 18 days kind of a thing. Yeah, I think that's the big – I think this is – when I looked at the schedule when it came out even, and it, I think it's bearing out even now, even though it may not show up record-wise with with maybe Atlanta, but Atlanta's a dangerous team with their offense. I think when you look at three of the next five opponents, the offenses with Philadelphia, and, and you know, I know Philadelphia's not – you know the, the quarterback had to get back up to speed after his injury and sure. stuff. But you've got Philadelphia on the road, Atlanta on the road, and then the Saints coming in here. So of the next five games, that's, I think that's going to be the biggest test that this team has faced this year. Got to find a way to get things going offensively, though. Right, that's what I mean. Got to get back to what because you're going to have to score points yeah, against you're gonna, those teams. You're going to have to do what you did mm-hmm. in 2016 and 2000, early 2017. Whatever that recipe is, you know. I mean, if it's the offensive line, you know, kind of finding themselves, you know. I think you look at the teams that are playing well offensively. That's usually because of their offensive lines playing well. All right, so you look around the league, and how many teams would you put up in that? Elite category. Okay, you got the Rams at eight and zero. The Saints now are what? They're seven and one. Seven and one. They okay. play this weekend, by the way, in New Orleans. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so good matchup there. Okay, so there's two teams up home there, <laughs> and then uh, I'm Kansas City. Okay, good seven and one, and I'm, I'll put New England up there four. Yeah, you know, and, and then, then I, there's I, some I put, other teams that are like five and three, whatever. But Pittsburgh's doing a nice job running the ball right. now. They're kind of like they're, they're coming. A up, they're coming around a little traction. And there, my yeah. point is, uh, last week I was th- saying there were about six teams that I put up here. Seattle then, too is another team, that's and then well. six teams that are down at the bottom that got no chance. Right, and there, so there's oh, twenty yeah. teams in the middle. Yeah, that. However, they however much they improve week to week as we go on, that's the the ones that emerge out of that group of twenty are going to make the playoffs. And the Cowboys have put themselves in that position, I think, with making the trade last week that they can be one of those. Now they got to go out and do it on yeah. the field. But some of those teams that you're mentioning, Seattle's playing better, Carolina. Pittsburgh's playing better, Carolina, you yeah, know, those they're starting to get their. See that's uh, where I, stride. that's where I worry. Start worrying about teams. I start worrying about the the Carolinas and you know and the in the and the and the um, who else am I worried about a little bit? Seattle. You know when you're talking and about then they, wild how card, they affect wild, wild card. card yeah. yeah, I mean those are two teams. If you look at it, those are two teams that have beaten you. So that doesn't bode very well. You're going to need some help down the road from somebody there. And I always, I mean, the Packers are probably going to be in the mix, even though they lost yesterday. And I. Because they have Rodgers, I still put them right below that elite category you're talking about because on any given day, he can go win you a game. Right. Minnesota's still got a very good defense and a good quarterback. I mean, the, the NFC has a lot of good teams, 
Uh, but yeah, the Cowboys feel like the way they're playing. I think you're gonna defense, have to go win this division. You go win your division, yeah. which they are trying to do. Yeah. Uh, you get a home playoff game and you're in the tournament and you just see what happens. And that's yeah. that's what they're going for. If you if you find a way to get this thing to win the division and then get into the playoffs, you're probably playing pretty good football. I don't see this as limping in. I think you're going to have to play good football uh, to to win this division. Yeah, the division leader all of a sudden is five and two. I yeah. mean that's that's yeah. a pretty good record. It, you may not be super impressed with what they're they're not the Rams right now, but the Redskins are playing solid. They got football. a they got a good formula yeah. for they're playing football. You, you run the ball, play good defense. It's kind of don't what turn they, it over. Don't turn it. It's kind of like what the Cowboys wanted to, you know. Yep. And, and it just it's worked out for them. You know, obviously their record is what it is, and the Cowboys' record, their inability to run the football uh, consistently in the road games, I think, has really hurt them in the in their record. Just better take care of yourself. Don't worry about everybody else. Yeah. Don't worry about everybody else. Just take care of yourself. And this weekend was a prime example of, you know, you're not going to, you can't count on anybody helping you, especially when you put yourself behind the eight ball the way they have. So you better take care of yourself. You're going to get ready to play a team now. I was just looking, they're averaging 15 points a game. Yeah. 15 points a game. Interested to see how the Ravens beat them up with all those sacks. I watched their game against the Chargers and, they, they, you know, this this kid will throw. He he had some bad. He had a bad red zone turnover. I mean, bad one. You know, and they just they get down in the red zone and they don't score any points. They're capable. You know, we'll get, I know we'll get into Tennessee here in the next couple of days, but this is one of those games you need to go out and take this game. You need to take this game and then and then saddle that thing up and then get ready to go to Philadelphia and take another game. You know, that's the way their attitude has to be coming back. You know this. Trading back and forth, back and forth. That, that's just not going to. That's not going to get it done division wise. No way. I don't think. Nope. And and if if you're relying on getting to the playoffs by you say by wild card, that's going to be difficult as well. You got to make up two games right now. Yeah, and, and you don't have the tiebreaker over this other team so far. Yeah, Washington. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a Tennessee team that has lost three straight games. They lost to the Bills, thirteen to twelve. Yeah. The Ravens, the game you mentioned, twenty-one. Eleven nothing. sacks. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's right. Wow. And then the Chargers, it was a close game, twenty to nineteen. Went for two to win the game. Oh yes, good, good decision. You know, it's aggressive if it works. If you look at where, if you look at where Mike Vrabel, his, a lot of his background of coaching has been, you know, it was. If I think I'm right about this, was the Ohio State was you know coaching and playing New England, then going to Ohio State as a coach, and then you know going on to the Texans as a coach. You know he's done a couple of different things like that. He did he did another one that got them. I'm gonna say one of the early games that they actually won. I want to say he went for it on fourth down. It was really one of those against the book calls, and they pulled it off and ended up getting the victory. It might have been the beat the Philadelphia Eagles when they beat the Eagles earlier in the year. They went twenty six twenty three. Yeah, they in went overtime. Yeah, they went for it on fourth down on, on a questionable thing. But yeah, he's a little bit one of those guys you have to watch the way that he he will not traditionally call a game like you you feel like you have to be worried about him uh, doing things that are a little a uh, little bit different than the norm. You know, but again, the people who are the analytics people will applaud that. They will applaud the guy that does things differently than the norm. They say that you know, that this team particularly doesn't follow the analytics programs as as closely as some of the other teams do. So there's a downside to betting the whole game on one play when you don't yeah. have to. That's right. 
He okay. went for. He was in London. He went for the win. I mean, that's you know, that's a coach that has. That's job. right. That was the that's Charger a, game. That's, that's right. A, that's a yeah. first year coach that's got some job security. Now, it, you, if you don't pull it off enough, then you don't have job security. But obviously, he believed that you know maybe he knew his team. Maybe he said, you know what, I don't think I can win this game in regulation. And, and see, I think that that's an under uh, like what you're saying. That's an underdog mentality yep. that you feel like your your best chance of winning the game is, is on one play is winning it right now. But if you, ha- I've always felt that if you feel like you've got the better team, then you want the game to go as long as possible. Right. And he obviously felt like and watching one half of the game against against. Uh, uh, the Chargers, uh, he wasn't the better team. That's just what I saw in a half. Now, there are some exceptions to that rule. If, if you've got a two-point play that you just know is going to work, you know, or if the other team has an injured player that you know you're taking advantage of, something yeah. like that, okay, I can understand the thought process behind it. But if you've, but if you've got the better team, then – Play for overtime. Stroman is going to be a liability for the Redskins at cornerback, and nobody's taken advantage of that. The the Red they, they had a forty four yard play went against him yesterday. Some teams are going to sit down and watch tape and say that's the guy you attack. They were he, talking about that on the broadcast. Yeah, did you watch enough tape of him playing? And it goes to your point: if you find people that you can take advantage of, by all means, go for it. And but he he's going to be a liability playing for the Redskins. People just haven't figured it out yet. The double move stuff, all that, and man, back to back, big big plays against him. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have a trouble in a game. It might be somebody saying, you know, we need to throw the ball at him a little bit more. Now, both the Titans and the Cowboys coming off buys. How much do you think the bye week helps the Cowboys? I mean, we're, you're talking five days off for this team before they are back officially back. Helps your tight end. Mm-hmm. Got to help gives him, him a chance. Yeah, it helps your tight end a little bit, you know, and maybe to get him. He's a tough guy. I think you need. I think if you could get Jeff Swaim to play, I think that's a big, big thing I'm for him right offensively. I don't know. He, I'm hearing he's out. Okay, if he's out, then you know that's that was your hope. Every it's reasonably a healthy team. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it reasonably is not not one that's just. I mean, it, it's not beat up. Doesn't it? Didn't sound like he was going to practice at least early part of this week yeah, it I, didn't sound good yeah so I, you got three young guys and he's a young guy too yeah. and all of a sudden you're you know you're pretty thin on experience there uh, but don't forget your right guard had a sprained knee in the game too you're all there pro you right go. guard so that's there, a good point there are guys good that point. needed the week to to rest up for sure okay about the tight end position then not just talking this week even if you're assuming that Swaim's going to be back in a couple of weeks whatever are you comfortable the rest of this season, with what you have at tight end, with the trade deadline tomorrow, right? Would there be a tight end that you would go for? And we talked about it a little bit last week. Well, Cameron you can't Bray go. You can't go with, with five tight ends yeah. on your roster, right? So my question is: Would you be willing to trade one of these tight ends, a young tight end? For a veteran tight end who can maybe even one that's in the last year of his contract, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year, but who can get you through this time, the last half of this season. Ask a couple of people that question this weekend. And the the names that there are people are trying to trade them are not very inviting to them. They don't see any reason right now. There's nobody's You mentioned Brait. Yeah. Would that be a a guy? Yeah. Cameron Brait was the guy that mentioned. They talk about Williams at Baltimore was another guy 
that uh, was mentioned. But nobody is is called the, the two or three guys I talked to this weekend saying, "No, we're we're just not fielding any good calls." Let, me throw, let me throw a name out there: Oakland's getting rid of players. Yeah. And if Oakland were Cook. willing to trade Cook. Jared Cook to you, yeah. For one of your young tight ends, and from our perspective, which one of those young tight ends would you be willing to give up? Or what would they want? Well, if they – the trade would be your – they're losing the salary, not having to pay the salary of a Jared Cook, and they bring on a young tight end who might – factor into their future yeah what i was saying though do they want any of these times oh yeah well yeah I, sure this right. is me i'm playing with who i got yeah. you know i i, I, just, I and i and i understand folks out there saying hey go get you know and I, we need to sit down i i've looked at a i've looked at on friday dane Bruegel and i sat here all day and we're watching players you know we're watching tight ends and stuff like that there'll be some guys available in this draft coming up that I feel like though you drafted Dalton Schultz in the fourth round and there was a lot of positivity about him when you watched him play at Stanford I could see why they picked him there I mean I had him a fifth round grade myself but I understand why they picked him the way he did he Dalton Schultz could develop into a really good tight end a blocker a catcher you know he can develop it I'm not interested you know and I've I've made the investment now with Rico you know, not that I was a huge Rico Gathers fan as this thing started off because Mickey used the word knucklehead, not talking about him, but just the word knucklehead. So I'll, you know, use that. But I think there's some things about Rico Gathers that I'm starting to see that maybe he's turned the corner a little bit there. And if I can. So, so. Blake Jarwin's no the one. No one here. Okay, go ahead, Blake Jarwin. Yeah, Blake Jarwin's the one to me that is, if you, if you said, okay, how am I going to play this? I'm going to, I'm going to try and use Schultz. I'm going to try and use Gathers, and then I'm going to supplement with Rico Gathers while Jeff Swain's not in the building. But I'm not interested in I'm not interested in going out and giving a draft pick for a tight end when I've got a couple of young not, guys and, that and, I really and, want to, that I really yeah. want to see. And I'm not proposing giving no, up a tight end. No, I know you're not. End. I know yeah. you're but, not. I know. But giving up a, a yeah. draft would, pick would a tight end make a significant difference in this offense? A blocking one would help. Okay, so a blocking one. Yeah. Well, can I use an offensive lineman to go block if I'm going too tight? You know, or if, if you, if you, if, I'm just thinking. If you like Cam Fleming, do you have to? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, do you have to have a tight end? You know, you can use another wide receiver. Go four wide. Um, I just think if you're going to sit there and say the reason my offense isn't working because of my tight end position, I think that you're yeah. barking up the wrong tree. I feel like they they feel like they probably addressed their biggest need, which was getting an outside receiver that can make plays on the outside. And I heard but, that Schultz is starting to kind of get it. Yes, yeah, he's Brian, starting to yeah. pick it up. Yeah, yeah. you and, said, and, you and said, they've been working him more. They're yes. letting him practice. He's getting reps. He wasn't very good. The er, in, no, he training wasn't. camp. You're and right. In the first week. And they sat him down those five weeks, and it was kind of like a reality check for him. And here's a guy at Stanford who had some success, was a guy that can hang your hat on and lean on. He just wasn't a good enough player. And now you're starting to see him practice things or hear about things in practice that are that are positive. You know, the fact he had a nice catch the other day, you saw him kind of extend his hands, get up the field. I want to see more of those types of things. I want to see more Rico Gathers, too. And I know the fans out there have been kind of clamoring for that for, for months. Oh, yeah. And you might get your wish. You, you know, the other thing with there. that tight end position is those guys have to play special teams. Yeah. Schultz didn't play any special teams right. at, at Stanford. Yeah. Uh, you know, Swain, they were wearing his self out. They did. 
You know, that's he, for sure. You're sitting there making them block. You're trying to throw the ball to them. You're <laughs> playing them on special teams. Yeah, he played you know, the whole game. I'm sure Rico don't know anything about special teams. No. You know, and Blake Jarwin, I don't. I mean, he's out there. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why they dressed him the other day, though. If you think about it, because they said they that having him on he played more special teams. Than Covington, Schultz. I believe. Coach, yeah, no, no, Jarwin. No, no, yeah, they dressed Jarwin in that game the other day. They oh, went okay. four, we went four tight ends. Coach was talking about that in the walk-off, and you make the decision like, okay, why him or Covington? Right. You know who plays more special teams and stuff like that. You know, but let me let's say this: you could they could throw you out there and play and say, oh, well, he does this and this and this and this, but you better make plays. You know, you better not just be out there. You know, you better be blocking or catching or. Doing something on special teams, or yeah. it's just it's just hollow. We had a mailbag question this morning about that. Like, we need to see the young guys at tight end. Might as well see them. Well, you're also trying to win a division. Well, so they're the all guys, young guys. So the, the guys that you're putting out there have got to produce for you. And I'm with you on Schultz. They drafted him for a reason. Uh, he's got to produce. But yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more than what we saw the other night. Maybe maybe he can you know be a little bit more productive. More so, I would I'd much rather go that route than I would. I understand why they went out and got the receiver they did. I mean, you could see that in that kid. You could see him make, you know. But I'm not necessarily saying there's a tight end out. I'm sh- sure there's, you know, some tight end that I haven't looked at. But I, the ones that people are talking about, no, no. Let's just, you know, I'd love for James Hanna to come walking through that door, but it ain't going to happen. That's I need a James Hanna. A stunt man. I need somebody that's going to block and play special teams. Yeah. You know, that's that's the type of guy I need. And then they make an occasional play for you here and there. You know who's going to walk through that door this week? Who's that? Jason Witten. Yes. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. It's true. In another capacity, you know. <laughs> what, yeah. if, what if they – okay, what if – Don't do this to yourself, Bill. You know, oh, they no. could – What they, here's what they could do. All right, he could broadcast the game and play at the same time. What do you think about that? That would be so unique. That would be the first time ever that you had a – a player who is also a broadcaster during the game. Mic him up. You, you, mic him up in during the game. In between plays. In between plays, he could do the commentary. Oh, I was thinking he'd have okay. to run back to the booth. He'd have to run back to the booth. No, he just no, does it with no. He's mic'd up. No. It's interesting. I yeah, they can go ahead and put Booger back up in the in the booth. And Jason, like where the defense is out on the field, Jason can get up in, Bo- in Booger's thing on the sideline. <laughs> He can well, do that. He can be in Booger's spot, and then the little thing can move down the sideline, and you jump off. I wish we right. had go a into the nickname. Go into the, the game. It's yeah. a great name. It's and a then, terrible name. That's your guy. Well, then it's an LSU it, guy. But yeah. He doesn't even. Uh, the other thing about it is the Cowboys have no Monday night games the rest of the year. The Cowboys are off on Mondays, so he could actually play for the Cowboys on Sunday, and then go do the Monday night Monday night games on his day off. Be back here on Tuesday. Have you Bill's brought this to, up to him? Have you have you reached out to I him? Think and I think suggested this. I think I will. Are you ready for <laughs> a meeting at the Central Market? And then <laughs> there you go. Kind of talk I about think you just idea? did yeah. reach out to him. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's uh, continue with more of talking Cowboys and crazy thoughts in just a moment. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a. Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... 
Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Not to use what the pros use. Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves plus a full-sized lip balm for just 10 bucks and free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use code Cowboys. Very good. You got your copy back and no, this is the one I made. Here's the copy that somehow just miraculously showed up over oh, so the bye weekend. I think the Jack Black people made it for you. Yeah. Got tired of your or whoever took it and decided, hey, you know, but I better bring it back. You know? Some intern at Jack Black is yeah. <laughs> they're branded up here. The Big Twelve Championship returns to AT and T Stadium on December first. Be there when the top two football teams in the Big Twelve Conference face off to become the conference champion. Get your tickets now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT and T Stadium. How did everybody's college team do this week? The LSU was off. Off. Yep. You got. Oh, you got a big one this week. Oh, Saturday geez. night, Alabama. Alabama. It's a night game. Yeah. Yeah. It I'm is a night joking. game. It is what a else, night game. What else was it going to be? Yeah. No, they play in the day. We 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 played the Georgia game during the day. That was at two thirty. Yep. Yep. So in that uh, about time. CBS window, and it's yep. on CBS. CBS yeah. has a doubleheader this week. Is I it going to rain again? Would be you be in favor of rain? Would that help LSU's cause? No, I'm just joking because they do that thing when they give the temperature before the I'm gonna, game. I'm going to yeah. predict that's oh. going to be a hell of a football game. Chance of rain? Think, yeah. Never. And I think LSU's got a shot year. at them. I do, too. 
They don't fear Bama. But Most teams Brian's fear Bama. They it. don't. Brian's they don't. not. I appreciate. No, no. I appreciate you guys. I really do. No, no. I appreciate you guys. I just that quarterback for Alabama is just different than what they've ever had. No question about that. Yeah, they're just different. He's act. They, I mean, this is a team. They're on your twenty-eight to nothing before you wake up. <laughs> you know, you, you, you all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, it's our third drive and we're down. You know, twenty-eight to nothing. I think they've trailed for three plays this season. He's almost yeah. as good as that Oklahoma quarterback. Almost. Almost. Just, Almost. Just, so who's Almost. playing in that Big 12 championship game? I'm not sure who we're going to play against. No, no, Oklahoma's <laughs> in. Who, who are they going to play? Yeah, I'm saying, who's going to play? Texas? Wouldn't yeah. that be great? Wouldn't it be great? It would be cool Texas. if it's Texas, yeah. Has that ever happened? And by the way, OU's not in. Well, they got to go to Tech this week. They got to go to West Virginia here in a few weeks. As OU and Texas. They do. are the best team in the Big 12, but, and it's going to be highly disappointing if they're not there, but they are perfectly capable of not being there. They ever hmm. played Texas twice in one season? No, never. Oh, no. Because it's not a bowl game or something. No. So no. That'd, be, that'd be interesting. I'd like to yeah. see that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, that'd yeah. be wild? That'd be the most, yeah. that'd be the big, as big as Texas OU games have been in the past. Well, I was going to say that would be the biggest. Now, since Texas lost Oklahoma State, the stakes would be so high if they were both one-loss teams going into that game. It would be the biggest Could game Could be for ever. a playoff spot. Yeah, exactly. They had to play so. Nebraska twice one year. Yes, they got to play Nebraska twice. Yes. After fumbling ten times in Lincoln and blowing that game. That was a national championship team that got and then they a 31-30 to, to 30 game. Then they had to play yeah. in the – was, was that the, the Brian Bosworth game? No, it was in no. 78. Billy Sims 78. fumbled. Sim. Billy okay. Sims fumbled on the three-yard oh, line. Okay. And then yeah. Nebraska thought they had it all locked up because they beat Oklahoma in the regular season. Right. And, and then they, they had to it, win one more game the last game of the season. And of course and Missouri the, beat them 35-31. Right. Mm. And then in Lincoln. Mm. And so the Big Eight champion goes to the Orange Bowl. Right. And the Orange Bowl decided, let's they have chose, a rematch. Because everybody Oklahoma. knew OU had a better team than Nebraska yeah. that year, and it was proven out in that game. All right, um, take your phone calls at 888-855-2297. Thanks for skipping over the Aggies. I appreciate it. No, we're waiting for oh, you. Oh, did the Aggies play? Lost to Mississippi State. I didn't watch a second of it, by the why way. Why not? Well, that's why. Josh Ellis, congratulations. Our former oh, colleague got married right. on Saturday night. There you go. So he did me the favor of not watching that. Making you watch Corleo. You, you couldn't find the, the TV? Cowbell. Yeah. I didn't uh-huh. see Dak at the game. I didn't. They didn't show a shot of uh, had a sign Dak that said the, the best thing in Texas is Dak Prescott. Oh, did they? Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't find a television at a wedding. There weren't any. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Nick. Phone. Yeah. No. Uh, a couple updates. It's like, just stop telling me, guys. Stop telling me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got. I got. What year? I got my my cousin's son in trouble. He was getting married, and it was a Bulls playoff game. And we're at the wedding, right? And it's like we're in Chicago, and I'm not going to watch the Bulls. And I went and found a room where the, mm. it was totally empty, and it had a TV. And my dad in there went and started watching, and then my uncle found out where we were. Next thing we know, <laughs> yeah, the, crowd the of... bride and groom are in there till Mama shows up, and yeah. she started screaming, <laughs> what's up turn with... that TV off. Yeah, what's up with mamas? And they, they don't want you to watch college football they're at, paying wedding, at for wedding, the wedding receptions. Because they're paying the for The bride fun. and the groom both. Want... I got in so much trouble one time. You did I, the same thing? I was, no, I brought my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> reception. Well, at least it was the reception, Bill. It, it wasn't was, in church. <laughs> I brought it to, and I set it up in a corner. 
<laughs> so that people can watch the game. It was a, it was a huge college football Saturday night. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. Just don't get married my, on a football yeah, weekend. I my wife, my wife had a lot of problems with that. I just don't understand why. The mother-in-law yeah. wasn't real happy with us. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So anyway. see, it can be done. You it just have to be script. creative. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay, anything else from uh, – where, where do we want to go here in the last five or six minutes of this edition of Talking Cowboys? What direction do you think they, they go? I mean, what do you think? Do you think they – do we still see this defense continue to roll? As long as it rolls, they've got a chance. The minute – okay. Because at some point, well, maybe the offense catches up, maybe. I think they have the potential with Irving back – and Cheeto's another guy that could get healthier sure. this bye week to be continue to be productive. But oh, I think Randy Gregory gets bye week helped him too. Got an e scope, right? Good mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but part of the thinking with the trade is that not necessarily can they keep it up in terms of you know giving up seventeen points a game and really less than that because you got to take out a, a touchdown return off of a Dak fumble. So, so I think that. Like Mickey said, the offense has got to catch up at some point. You can't ask your defense to give up that few points every single week. But this is I think they've established they're a good defense. They're the strength of the football team right now. So did they make the trade for the wide receiver thinking he's going to save the season? Or did they trade for the wide receiver because he was available? They were shopping him. Sure. And they saw an opportunity to fill a spot for down the line. Because I think there's this interpretation that yeah. everybody he's going to come in here and save the day, and I I, it's, it, I think he helps. I think it's both. I think yeah, it's I both, think Mick. I think they're looking yeah. at the future too yeah. because they know they needed a wide. There, there's no, I, you know, and the, the question I would have asked Jerry Jones is, did you do this more about the defense than you did the offense? You know, I mean, you're thinking about if you could find a way, like you're saying, Rob, to to score some points. But I think it's I think it is to your point as well, Mickey. I think it is about the future. You know, I think it is about a 24-year-old guy. 24, coming. right? Yeah, and then, okay, now now maybe you'll see something different that you haven't seen from the Cowboys uh, in the last several years, and that's be uh, more of a player in free agency. I'm sure they're going to tr- they're going to try and get uh, Lawrence done, but you know maybe this will be you know maybe they'll maybe they have some other things in mind. They're thinking, okay, we got our wide receiver with the first round pick that we gave away. Okay, we're going to sign Lawrence, and and maybe we will see them. Add a couple of different other guys too, as well. In the past, we really haven't seen them uh, go out and get other people's free agents. It's been signed their own free agents, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. Byron Jones up this year too. Yep. So mm-hmm. another no, no, to no, 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 no. He's got he's, he's got his fifth year. He's got his fifth year option coming up. Beasley's up. Beasley's up. Okay, there you go. I picked up Byron's fifth year option this year for next year. For right. next year, right. for next year. Okay, right. so right. same deal as Amari Cooper. Okay, so, yeah. So don't worry about Byron Jones then, for at least for a year. I, I think to me that's you know we might see something different in in, in free agency. Well, and a twenty four year old in Cooper, by the way, who's on a pretty friendly contract next season, which kind of yeah, Mickey helps pointed your cap. that out when yeah. you yeah, signed that. Now you... Jer- Jerry on the fan did say Friday that this does help the defense. He you know he talked about he thinks it's going to change the dynamic of the offense, an explosive receiver, but try to create some longer possessions, not wear out our defense as much. Because I think we've seen that in the second half. I think defense starts getting tired. Some of those road games where they just can't, you know, get anything sustained offensively. Yeah. I think it gives points. them an opportunity to to yeah, to go for it at the score end of the game. Points. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I mean, you're not just trying to throw at one guy who's you know done a great job of getting open. Yeah, I mean, that, in the middle Beasley, of the field. Give, give Beasley some credit, but it does. It gives you somebody on the outside. I just want to see him get Michael Gallup going, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think it's there. I think we're that one game away from a seven or eight catch game and having 100 yards. You know, he's just – He's just too good of a player down the field. He creates problems. Yeah, well, you got can't get down the field unless those five guys up front There's start no, playing that, that has been the biggest and issue. And they can eliminate Cooper faster than anybody else if they don't play better and protect the quarterback. Yeah. So true. And, and you know, there were plays in that game that could have been made, but they did not protect the quarterback. So I don't know if Cooper will take people off the line of scrimmage with all the pressure they've been putting on Dak Prescott or the blitzing, maybe that'll stop the blitzing the way teams have decided he's not beating us. I'm coming after him. They've got to come up with ways to beat that blitz. And if it's Cooper, they better hit some passes to him early or the first play of the game against the Titans, just throw it 80 yards down the field. I don't care if they complete it or not, but let them know we're coming after you. None of, this, them up. none of this yeah. BS handing off to Zeke, right? Because you know what Tennessee's going to do. They're going to be mm-hmm. on the line of scrimmage. That's true. All right, last couple of minutes of the show. On talk shows, they're talking about the head coach being at the Dodgers game on Friday night, that 18-inning epic. Any problem with the coach being at the Dodger game? I think you have to live your life. Uh, I really do. I, 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 I can't. Shame on Jimmy. Yeah, I can't. I can't begin and, to say. And what no, Mickey's saying, and Jimmy, uh, on the pregame Fox pregame show yesterday. What did anyone hear? What he said exactly? He I mean, said it's a, it's a three and four hand. team, and his focus needs to be like elsewhere. it doesn't look good. It sends yeah. a bad message yeah, to I, the players and the who are off for four straight days yeah, or maybe today. five yeah. because they got the uh, the Monday night game. I watched yeah. it live and saw him, Jason Garrett in the you know down by the infield and i didn't think anything of it honestly because it, you know not only is it the bye week like you said live your life it's a long week too they've got a game monday not sunday and it was I mean, friday if, night of, if, the, of right. the bye weekend how do you know <laughs> yeah, he didn't did. hop on a plane right back here you know saturday and, and keep getting to work who knows yeah. you know i just i, I don't I, have a problem this, this, did you this, see him last night there no no it was friday night saw pat no, but i'm saying yeah, right exactly did saw he stay pat, for the whole series saw right. pat sajak there but not jason garrett yeah. You see uh, um, King. Um, Larry King. Larry King. No. Oh, he's got great seats. Yeah. Yeah. He looked, I thought he was going to fall asleep Friday night. By the way. <laughs> Old man. He, everybody was standing. He was, yeah. you know, How Mary Hart was there, too. Yeah. That's his uh, wife, right? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I think. Larry King and Mary Hart are. No, I don't. I think I'm just well, making that up. She was there. <laughs> And he's you know got some. You know he's married, he's been married like King. seven that's wives. I, I wasn't going to say right. it, but yeah. he is. I didn't realize. I didn't realize Jason was there Friday night until they had a umpire. They were doing a review, mm-hmm. and they were standing where he was sitting, and I saw uh, next to the umpire a lady that looked like Brill. Yeah, and I kept looking. I'm going. That's what happened to me. That I sure I looks. Saw it. Yeah, that yeah. sure looks like Brill because I hadn't seen him the whole time, and God knows what inning that was in. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's sure, sure enough, it was no problem. Her. Yeah, no yep. problem here. Nope. I mean, should I, I have stayed home and studied my analytics so I can cover the game better this week? Probably should have. I then, probably should have. Yeah, yeah. since I, I just, don't look I just at analytics much. You don't, you don't get the opportunity. It's a World Series game. It's not like he's going to. I mean, what was he going to do on a Friday? 
Well, it's, you His know. wide receiver's not here. In case anybody needs to know, yeah. the wide receiver went home back to or home back to the Bay Area to get his stuff and yeah. kind of pack up and come back. And yeah. Sanjay Lal was there to help work him out. You yeah. mean they didn't you give know. Amari like a sleeping bag and just say, "Yeah, just here's some ahead. pizza and yeah. hang out for the you weekend." You can hang out no. in the Ford Center. <laughs> the the tight ends coach was at a high school football game on Friday night. Oh. He wasn't he wasn't studying analytics. His son Garrett Nussmeyer plays star quarterback for Flower Mound Mark. He was at a football game. There you go. So we can't go to games anymore. Nope. Okay. And this comes from a head coach for the Cowboys on the Fox pregame show who <laughs> used to go across the street uh, to how, how many Heineken have some yeah, Heineken yeah, during training camp in yeah. Austin yeah. <laughs> while the rest of the team is yeah. in class yeah. studying yeah. up. Yeah. All right. That does it here for Talking Cowboys for a Monday. We'll talk at you again tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!